Okay, welcome to the podcast. Um, as promised, we are on a boat today. We're on a boat. It's um, weird. It's weird. It, people are just going to have to believe us, aren't they? Yeah. So we. I can, I can like show people that you're on a boat. Uh, or not show them. Well, you might hear a duck. Yeah. If you if you're really quiet, you might hear the creaking. Have we got like a um, like a boat horn? Uh, yeah. So it might wake people up. Like it, do you want me to press it? Yeah, see if can... It might piss people off. It might not. Oh, wait Ready. Ready for the boat on. There you go. But to be fair, that could just be like. That, uh, that's like that was like Noddy's car or Noddy's something. Car. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd like. No, like oh, listen, the ducks have stopped now. The ducks were just going on. Yeah, you can hear creaking from where you're like. Where the, wa- the waves are not waves. Well, they are technically there are waves, aren't there? I suppose. Yeah, that's true. It's not tidal. No, it's not tidal. But it's in the marina. Yeah, but um. So we've been in the graveyard. We nearly got to a shooting range, but we ended up doing it in the car. Well, we did go to a shooting range. We did range. go to a shooting range. We did go. We didn't do the podcast at the shooting range. No, but that's because if if it was pretty difficult to do that, seeing how we were tired of shooting stuff, really. Yeah. It wouldn't have been very entertaining. Not especially with... <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Well, the guy who I was shooting next to, that, it wouldn't have been fun doing No, well, he would have wondered what you were doing. Well, he kept on talking because like, I bought a gun to shoot a gun. Does that make sense? So you buy stuff to you, but now when you've got somebody next to you going, have you tried this like millimeter thing on the front or this thing on the top? That's not what I bought the gun for. You just want to shoot it. I just want to shoot the gun. And, and he was going like on pro. about yeah, and he was going on about all these gas cylinders, CTOs, whatever they're called, and I'm like QVC. I just want to shoot. I do all I want to do is shoot the gun. Sort of you just want to sit there and not be very, not be great at it and just shoot it. Yeah, just shoot it. I, I actually got quite, quite good. I was like, quite surprised how good I got at it. Well, I was you... in the target every time by the end. I thought it was really quite difficult, yours. Yeah. yeah. I liked it because it's... My gun's heavy, though. You can, I like, that's why I bought that gun, because you can feel it. You can feel the history. In it's it. got heavy wooden stock. I like it. I like heavy wood. What have you been up to in the last week, then? Um, not much really. Yeah, you never seem. You see, never seem to do anything. I do a lot, but I just. I don't know. I always play play it down. Play what down? Like, that must be. I mean, there must be something. I'm, I'm just how busy my life is. <laughs> it's, it's just mental, isn't it? I've just planned to go to Dublin. Oh yeah. And October for boxing. I've just planned to go to Copenhagen in November for boxing. With boxing. Yeah. <laughs> And then... Um, Why cope? What's happening? The, I know what's happening. It's a tournament. Oh, right. Yeah, a tournament of the weekend. Please, it seems almost a shame that you're going for boxing. I know. Really? I've been Copenhagen before for boxing. It's Have be- you? Yeah, beautiful. Didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, my brother represented England. England versus Denmark. Or Denmark know. versus England. Did you have to pay for that? Or? No, no, I got all paid for. What, hotels and everything? Yeah, everything. All combination, all paid for. I need to start boxing then, don't I? Yeah. Well, my uncle, he, he he's a GB coach. He travels all around the world. You bet you'd like to go to Iceland boxing. I'd love to. They do tournaments in Iceland now, but boxing only got legalised in Iceland in 2015. It was illegal to do boxing until 2015. I don't know if you know the answer to this and why. Was it illegal? It, it's the culture. Like, some, some Barbaric Icelanders yeah, was, yeah, that don't hit people. No, some of the Scandinavian countries, and some of them do it really well, like Denmark and whatever, but like... Sweden really, you've only just started getting into it. Norway, you don't really hear a lot of boxing in Norway. Um, yeah, Switzerland, you don't really hear a lot of boxing in Switzerland. Scandinavian countries seem to 
not. Wanting Are you going to go back to Iceland? Because we've both been to Iceland. Yeah, but I want to. I wanted to. Um, I want to go Romania next. Yeah, you've been saying that for a few years. Yeah, Romania. She wants. She's on about wanting to go to Romania. What, what is it about Romania? Transylvania. See, what because Dracula? Yeah. Have you read Dracula? No. I've got. I've got a leather band edition of it. Yeah. Like with silver pages and stuff. I'm not really it. that interested. She's more her. And well, she's got me interested. What's she got? What she got a Jack, Jack she likes Dracula fixation for? Does she like interview a vampire? Yeah, I think so. You got a favourite vampire? She likes that true blood. Oh, that's just like full Twilight. of people with the bits out. I know, it's yeah. horrible. Twilight, you know, is it like a twelve or a P? I don't know if it's P or a twelve. People get their heads cut off. I know. It's unnecessary. Yeah, that's we, not um, vampires. It's like when I watch Hunger Games. I watched I watched Hunger Games for the first time, and then the concept is that like obviously it's a game where people kill each other. You don't see anything graphic. That's why I can never understand it, it about it. Because then, when I, w- I watched Hunger Games, and I thought, to be fair, joking aside, I thought Hunger Games was a good film. It I, was. I can't really it's, it's, it. an actually, it's actually a good film. The first one. Mm. It's a good film. But then you do like after you think to yourself, well, you, you've got a film where everybody's killing each other, but you don't see anything graphic. So then I did a bit of a look into it, and there was a Japanese film. There was uh, a book. They were similar to the, the book that obviously wrote for Hunger Games. Mm. It's called Battle Royale. Oh, I've heard of that. Oh my god! Now that's that. You know, if you can go from one extreme to the other, that's just. Is mental. it Japanese? Or something? Japanese, yeah. It's a brilliant film. It's absolutely brilliant film. So I'm, I'm not What's really it called uh, Battle Royale. I'm, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it's. Uh, no, I'm not really a like no like a speaking world speaking from where you have to read some cinema. Yeah, I'm not really. Do you not like subtitled stuff? I didn't used to. I've started getting into it more. I like that Deutschland 84. Have you watched the new Das Boot? I have. It's good, isn't it? It's all right. No, yeah, we talked about it. because yeah. we both like the bits on the boat. Yeah. And we don't know why they did the other bit. It's so too much on the land. Yeah, because you, be, you want it to be on the submarine constantly, don't you? You need that's to feel the... Yeah, exactly. That's what Das Boot... But they did a good job of that. Yeah, I just too, there's too much. I, I don't know where the storylines. Because I read a book on the uh, I read a book, the Hayes Manual mm. to a U-boat, uh, Type Seven Class C. Um, after watching that, I'll read up about U-boats mm. and um, learn all about U-boats. Um, like, and then I've got a book on that, and I've got a book on astute class submarines now, like yeah. to learn about them. Um, quite deadly one there. Yeah, but the comparison between a nuclear submarine, like yeah. a modern astute class, and or, van- or vanguard class, or against the old Second World War boat, yeah, uh, that U-boat, they're all you know. But did you see that? So to interrupt, but did you see that with the um, Swedish that, that was in the war games, and then in Sweden's no, so obviously Americans got all the like billion pound submarines and whatever, yeah. and the Swedens invented diesel powered. Um, submarine, so it's quite an ancient. It's got a um, what do they call it? No, the old planes. What was they called? What do you mean? The propellers. Yeah, well, propeller. yeah. It was yeah, but it was called something else. The engine, actual engine, was called something else. Well, they're diesel engines. Yeah, so the, it was that that was in the submarine. It's a modern submarine, and uh, but they've they've got the diesel engine to be like so quiet you can't hear it, and it like sends reflective sounds out. So they invite this with the Swedish submarine over to go to war games yeah. and it sunk two aircraft carriers got past four like million pound submarines yeah. and uh, if it was a war they would have sunk these two it was it happened a couple of years ago and everybody was like well how's that happened 
I can't. I mean, the difference between a modern submarine and a Second World War one is just like it's like a different yeah. fucking species. You know how they was doing it as well when I, when I read up on it. The reason the reason that it was undetectable is because they was using the sand from the the tide from the waves hitting the shore and hitting the boats mm. to get into sand for, to get in. Well, like, so it masked them, it camouflaged. Yeah, so yeah, so the sand that sand reflected the sound of the diesel-powered engine. That's weird. They, they work that I out. mean, the modern ones don't have to, technically, they produce their own power. So yeah. they don't, the only reason they have to surface is because they run out of food. Yeah. They don't, you know, if they could stay in their own food down there, they'd stop down there indefinitely. But the old ones, because when they were underwater, they were powered by electric batteries. Mm. And then when the surface had to charge the batteries for the diesel engines, so they had to come up. Yeah. There's no, there's no way they could stop underneath there at that time. But the, there was, they were that complicated. I think one thing that stood out for me is that the toilet to flush the toilet if you would blow a certain depth like 50 foot you couldn't flush the toilet mm. and there was there were two toilets but they only used one because the other one was used as storage room yeah. and always was on most submarines but the toilet had like a, a lever pulley system type thing but it was that complicated there was an instruction manual next to the toilet about how to use it but in the end what they used to do is that there used to be one person on board that was fully trained to flush the toilet who would flush the toilet after people had been because if you screwed it up the, literally the contents will be forced back up because there's loads of vaults it has to go through, like different yeah. chambers to get rid of the, the 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 poo basically out of the boat. And it just doesn't get stored, it gets catapulted out, but it's, it's like a pulley lever system, but it was that complicated. Yeah. But you don't think when you think of submarines, you don't think about that. You don't think yeah. about the food or any of that. You just think, well it just dives yeah. and that's it and but there's only one in existence that's a fully was it was sold to well, it was captured actually, I think, by the Danes. Yeah. Or and they used it for ten years after the Second World War, and then they sold it back to the Germans for a quid, wow. or one Deutschmark, not a quid. Um, and there, it's on Le Beau Beach in Germany, um, and you can visit it, and it's been there. It's not a really top tourist attraction, but I think it's the only one. It's just sat there on the beach. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Yeah. You know, it's a U boat, full size U boat, sat on the beach with people like somebody next to it, the Factor Fifty on or whatever. And you could just step inside it, and it's um, there's only four left actually. I think one's in this muse- museum of Chicago, yeah. And there's one in Liverpool, but it's quite three pieces. Absolutely. So you can walk around it. And why would you get a submarine quite into three pieces? I don't that's that's all walk around that now. Yeah. But I don't know where the other one is. No. There might not be a fourth one. I might be just making that up. <laughs> it's a bit different to um. See, so we are we do you think we're talking nautical just because we're on a boat? Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you really Are you ever a fan of 25,000 Leagues Under the Sea? No. I don't think I remember you, you know, when you watch the old one in the yeah. 50s with Kirk Douglas in, with Captain Nemo. I'll tell you what, I, one of my favourite boat films, I like Master and Commander with Russell Crowe. That's a great film. I, I, yeah, I, he rubs me up the wrong way. Yeah, no, that's a great film. Does it not irritate you a little bit? Gladiator's good. Beauty on the Banter. That's a great film. It's a series. I thought it was a series, wasn't it? No, no, it's a film. It was an 80s series where he's got big right, hair. It's from the 60s, I think, Beauty on the Banter. Have you watched The Terror recent? It's called The Terror. No. You know when they try, I can't remember the names of the people, but you know, I think it, it's not, I keep thinking of Shackleton, but I don't know why I'm saying that. You know when they try to get through the ice in to get from Canada through Canada the British in the 1850s trying to find a new trade route yeah. across North America they got stuck in the ice yeah. and they were there for years and it's based loosely around that because I don't think it's historically accurate in terms of the supernatural there's a supernatural element involved in it yeah. I won't tell you what it is because it will spoil yeah. it but that's that's a really good series just nearly finished watching that that's nautical themed yeah. but then I think in, in the 
I think it was the early nineties. There was a there was um, a spate of submarine movies, wasn't there? There was um, Red Hunt and Fred October. Yeah. U seven U seven five two or yeah. something. Crimson Tide. Bon Jovi was in that one, eh? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. What other ones were there? Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. What the one with Denzel Washington in? Yeah. Oh God, with Gene Atman. Gene Atman and Denzel Washington. Gene Atman. It's got scary. So there's one for Red October. That's Crimson Tide then, yeah, Crimson Tide. Uh, some, there's another one. Uh, that, I'm sure that's Crimson Tide. Gene Wilder. I'm trying to think Gene of my, my favourite nautical movie. Did you ever watch Waterworld? I've never yeah, seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I've it. I like it, I do. But it is crap. Never seen it. I, I like, you know sometimes some films that are crap, but you just like watching them, don't you? I like The Abyss. Never watched it. You've never watched The Abyss? No, I've watched The Abyss. It's, what's his name? That guy called. Oh, he's in every film. He's in Westworld, the recent Westworld series. Andy Hopkins. No, with the other bold guys. There's the play the evil cowboy in it with a black hat on. I don't know what you mean. Is it John's? Yeah, I don't, yeah, know, I don't know you something. Mean. You know what I mean. But he's in everything. He always looks exactly the same. He's looked. He was in space. Was he in Space Cowboys? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Mm. Or was he? I'm making shit up now. I don't know what. Yeah. But the Abyss. You never seen the Abyss? I think it's like 1988, 89. Yeah, I've never seen it. Mm. Alright, so I'd, I, go on, carry on. I like Master and Commander, that's probably my favourite. Bit I, boring. I like Master and Commander. I think it's quite good. What else are we going to cover today then? I don't know. Because um, I, feel, I feel like, you know, as going off on a tangent, I think um, we can cover more nautical themes. Yeah. But I don't know how much nautical knowledge we've got between the pair of us. Not much. Probably not a lot. No. Probably not a lot. None. 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 <laughs> Just thinking that. Yeah. I was just looking at it. I was looking at the dog stuff. Are you admiring the view? I'm admiring the view. What, what can you see? A dog. Oh, no. A dog? Yeah. What, in the water? I can see a tree. <laughs> no, definitely not a dog in the water. Um. <sighs> I was talking the other day about... Yeah. Um, what was... What was somebody on, somebody on the back, like... Look, how many kids you got? You got three, haven't you? Yeah. I've got three. Saying, oh, about having more kids. I'm like, not we, a we chance. You can't have more kids, can no. you? No. Yeah. I don't think we should talk about that. Why? That, like the worst experience of my life. Oh, you mean for sex, me? Oh, my God, don't even say the word. You say the word and... Uh, it's, it's worse. Tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, we both had one. Well, first of all, it, well, there's loads of things that went wrong with this. But the main thing that went was... Well, why, listen, why, first off, why did you decide to have one? She made me. Right. I'm, I kind of feel like we're in the same boat with this a little bit. Literally the yeah. same boat. Do you like that? Yeah, I love it. Because um, we are in the same boat. We are in the same boat. Um, did you feel like, because she had three kids, she's done her part? Yeah, exactly. And you've got to do your bit now. She pressured me into doing it. Yeah. You got bullied? The bitch. You got bullied? I'm going to say, when I talk about this, there'll be a lot of swear words. So I do, I do, I do, I do, I do apologise. I won't say the the bad word though. Don't do that. that. You don't like. I don't like it. Not the c word. Don't do see it. You next year. You don't, need, you don't need to do it. Um, right. There's loads of things we could say about this. Well, first of all, what went wrong is when I phoned up the doctor, I phoned up for the wrong procedure. That's the first bit that went wrong. Oh, what do you mean? So we had doctor, Polish doctor, Doctor Lucas. And he talked he taught like David Drago, like he died. Like who? Ivan Drago. Who's he? Uh, Rocky. I had it. Rocky Man, I don't watch Rocky films. Oh, 
Well, Rocky, he goes, he goes to Rocky. If you're like Rock and Doyle. Yeah, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> that's what he says. So that's what I kind of... So anyway, I phoned him up, and well, the receptionist, who always think the doctors, put you through. Anyway, got put through, and I said, oh, um, I want to I want, I want to get circumcised. What? And he went, well, why do you want to get circumcised? How old are you? Um, Look at this, about 27? 32. No, not now. You're 32 now, aren't you? 34 now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 34, my God. 30, so, yeah. So, I turned around and said, oh, um, 34. Hello. I want to get circumcised. He went, well, why do you want to get circumcised? Because I don't want any more children. He went, well, that's not going to stop you. He said, don't you mean vasectomy? And me, trying to, like, be cool or, like, trying to style it a little bit, I went, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have one of them as well. <laughs> And he's laughing. Two for one offer. He's laughing because he realizes that I've just made a mistake. So he said, "Yeah, yeah, no problem. No, not, not a problem. <laughs> not a problem." <laughs> so, um, so I went down to see him, and he says, "You got to go and see a psychiatrist." So because of your age, and what? You got to go see a psychiatrist. Why? That's what. Is I'm it that tougher decision? That part of that's process because of my age and blah 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 blah. So I went to see a psychiatrist. And he was all right, and he. Um, well, what happened when you saw a psychiatrist? He's asking you questions like, um, "Do you ha- are you happy?" Oh yeah, are you sure you want to? Uh, why do you want to do it? And I was like, "I want to be a psychiatrist. She's dead easy." Yeah, she don't want any more kids. And he went, "What? You don't?" You, I said, "No, I want more kids." And she went, "Well, why are you having it?" I said, "We said I can't touch her. <laughs> I can't, can't touch, near her. I can't get near her unless I have this done." <laughs> And then she's like, well, do you do everything you have? So I went, well, don't you? <laughs> I thought, yeah. like, that's just natural, isn't it? She, she made me go down there and have it done. Um, but, yeah, she couldn't take any more. Oh, God, her body couldn't take. Because my family's got notoriously big heads. Mm. And she's quite... Oh. That's the main reason. Well, she's quite skinny and she's quite petite. She's got a petite, like... Front my bottom. God. She's got a small front bottom. Never thought we'd be talking about this. You have got a massive head, though. Yeah, and she's got a small front bottom. Have all your skinny. kids got big heads? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. And you have, your family have got... Notoriously. Yeah. So, yeah. so they phoned me up and they... So, me, me being me, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be at the hospital. And it's not. It's at the local GPs. Mm. Not even that. It's the Riverside, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's terrible. You've got to go past loads of drug addicts. We got done at the same place, we did. So I walked in and then um little Chinese fella there... Getting all his knives like that. So I'm a bit <laughs> like he's like he's a sous chef. Yeah, so like he's getting some sushi out for you. So like they give you a list of things you got to do to pre-do it. So I shaved all, shaved it all, and then sex. I, yeah, went got down and pulled my pants down, and then he went. Were, oh, you, were you lying down at this point? Yeah, lying down. Yeah. So he said, "Oh, is anybody else there?" A nurse. But she was she stood near you, like your head, like when she's lying yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had the same thing. And she talking to you, telling comfort you, like, That's it's, right. like it's normal. Like it's normal. Like this is what happens every day. So I got me bits out, and he went, "Oh, you've missed a bit." He went, and I went, "All right." He went, "Oh, don't worry, I've got a razor." So that was the first thing that I thought was. A bit so there's a little Chinese one's been shaving your pubes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it called the gooch? Yeah, right on the gooch. Shut up, man. Yeah. So that was the first thing that started going wrong. So then the anaesthetic went in. Which is oh, like the worst pain yeah. and stabbing in your balls, just or just underneath your balls in your gooch area, and that was horrible. I don't even know what a gooch means. It's gooch is between your bum hole and your. Where is that a technical balls. term? I don't know. That's what people call it. Oh, okay. So anyway, so people know what a gooch is. So, 
So he sticks a needle in, and that, that's horrible. So then the anaesthetic starts kicking in. So uh, he said, are you ready? I was like, yeah, yeah, we're ready to go. So he cuts, and I'm like, and I scream. I went, mate, I said, I can feel that. And he went, oh, don't worry, we'll give you a couple of minutes. The anaesthetic will kick. I went, no problem. And then he cut it again, and then I said, I mean, I said, mate, I said, I'm seriously, I said, I can feel that. And he was like, yeah, he said, he said it's, it's fine, it's fine. He said, he said it, it, it won't get any worse than that. And I just felt like something drop out of my, bo- out of my what? body. What do you mean drop? I like, felt like my stomach was oh, being ripped sure. out. Oh, God. No, that, I know what you mean now. You mean that he's pulling bits out of you. Yeah. 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 He's Because so, yeah, yeah. he's, he's got these kind of tongues. Yeah. And he pulls yeah, some yeah. out of your bits, doesn't so he? So I screamed out him, you little Chinese bastard. Like, a bit of racial. Did you swear at him? Yeah, I did. Fucking. Don't. I, See, this is what I mean. He's making me swear a lot just thinking Damn. about it. So I went, you little Chinese bastard. He did not say that. I did, yeah. I got a bit racial on him, which I thought was a bit bad. But what did he say to you? He, went, he was all right. Yeah, he you, was... you know, you shouldn't really, like, slur at somebody that's got the ball, your balls in their hands. I know. That's probably a bit... You know, he's got your bits... And then he went... His, he, your, yeah, he's going to take you apart. And then he went, oh, I don't think I've put enough anaesthetic in. I went, no fucking shit. You I don't said, want to get that wrong, do you? And then I can start. I can start smelling burning. So I can st- smell burning, burning flesh, and like if you know what you are, you know what I'm about. But like the smell of burning flesh is awful. You don't want to smell roast pork, do you? It's, it's awful. coming out of your bits. So I like this is so traumatic. And then I can feel it now. I feel like you're sweating a little bit as well. Talking about it's it, it's horrible. I was screaming, like like everybody could hear me outside. It was just bad. And then. Anyway, it's all over, and burn it. You burn, you burn you together, and then I'm lying down <coughs> on the bed, and they went, "Oh, you got, we got to get your blood pressure." So they do blood pressure, and they went, "Oh, um, your blood pressure's high." I went, "What's it fucking high?" I said, "You just like shoved the needle in my ballsack." So he said, "Oh, you need to relax." So I just turned around to her and said, "Oh, um, can I put my pants on?" And I said, "Cause it's hard to relax when you got fucking wind going up your arse crack into." Oh my you god! Know what I mean? So I put my pants on, and then I walk out, hobbled out. They don't give you crutches, which <laughs> I never understand. I said, "You've just had that process, and then they don't give you anything like a wheelchair or anything." <laughs> so like, like, so I hobble out, and obviously I drive. And were, wife, you, were you driving my, after my, that? No, no, my wife. Don't drive. So we walk out. I said to her, I said, oh, how long is the taxi going to be? She went, taxi? I went, yeah. I went, oh, no, we're going to walk home. Oh. I said, are you taking the, I said, are you taking the mic? <laughs> I said, I've just had a needle in my ball sack. I said, I'm not walking home. So you need to book a taxi. She went, I ain't got no money on there. And I went, so I had to pay for my own taxi to get home. That's, that's not aftercare. And so I get home, and this is, oh, this, I don't think I've ever told you this bit. Do I want to know this? Is well, it bad? Yeah, no, it's not that bad. So I get home and I'm I'm really traumatic, really bad. And then my son's playing football that night, mm. and she starts told me that there's no way he can get to football without me taking it. So I've got to take him. I would never have been able to do that. Three hours after it being done, no chance. So I got in the car because it's about a ten minute drive to where it was, and the speed humps. <laughs> I literally went over it like one mile per hour, <laughs> I, and send it, and I get back home. And I feel like I'm going to die, so I only booked two days off work. So the first day, obviously, I was just in bed all day, like just resting and whatever. But then I started getting like um, a swelling on the mm. balls, 
And then and this I w- is graphic. We should have a disclaimer for this. <laughs> so then I went to the hospital and I found out that I got a condition called sperm blockage. <laughs> what, which I is don't even med- know if you should ask is, what it is. is. Medical- Basically, in your tube... Are you going to tell me anyway? If the you? tubes are not cleared of sperm, then it like, swells up into a ball. So and don't and, and I don't know if I dare ask how you get rid of that. You milk it. Shut up! I need a time out. You milk it. Shut up! Like a cow. Yeah, yeah. You got to milk it. So yeah, yeah. when I ejaculated, it came out like. Shut up! Don't. No raspberry ripple ice cream. Don't. So like making me feel shy. Fifty percent blood and fifty percent sperm. And it didn't look like there was any sperm in it. it was How yellow. traumatic is that? And then I got a... Um, you been, did you have to talk to somebody about that, about what to do? Yeah, well, I was at the hospital. I'd spend the night in the hospital. And what did they say? Well, they said, you got to relax. And you had to, like, get sex out? Yeah. Did they actually say that? No, I didn't say that. But how did they put it across? Just, what did they actually say? They did say you got to ejaculate. Did, who said through. that to you? Yes. Pass it through. It says you look you right in the eye when she said it. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. With a finger up my arsehole. <laughs> and, um, and then I got an infection. Do you think it's marigold time? <laughs> got an infection, so I had to be on antibiotics. How long? Uh, God, about a week. I've got a question for you then. Go on. Um, would you do it again? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's dead weird. I would know if, if I wouldn't do it again, but I'm glad I did it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ask me if I'd do it again. Would you do it again? No, not a chance. But you happy you did it? I told you not to do it. You did tell me not I to do it. I was adamant that it was a bad idea. Yeah. I said, don't think of the greater good. Don't think of anybody else. Don't think that you owe her one. Don't <laughs> think that you, that you owe the planet something. Or you, you've, you've played your part in humanity and this is it. And don't do anything to mess about with your bits. Yeah. I did say, I was quite, I went on about it for years. Because mm-hmm. I had similar problems to you. Yeah. And it went on for years for me. It wasn't like a just five, five a minute job. A priest? Before, yeah. What are you about? I was going to speak to a priest before. I didn't need to see a priest. Yeah, but your mum's, like, my mum's like a... Hang on, what's your mum got to do with it? She's a divert Catholic. She's a what? what Diard Catholic. Di- yeah, yeah. Not a divert Catholic. Uh, that sounds weird. It, yeah. No, what's a divert Catholic? She's a Diard Catholic. She's Diard Bruce Willis Catholic. Yeah. She's Diard 2, 3 and 4 and with and a vengeance. Any like conception or what they call it, contraception. Immaculate conception. Contraception is frowned upon by the Catholic What's he got to do with your mum? Because I talk to my mum about everything. You know this. No, but you're 32. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I still talk to my mum. So why did she go see? A, why did you say go go see a priest? To make sure it was all right, and then to be blessed. Fuck off! Seriously, I'm not even joking. That's what happens you in my family. Taking the piss. That's what happens in my so family. So walk me through the priest bit then. So uh, what's his name with this priest? It was I don't priest something. I don't know his name. It was that important. Yeah, it was up St Teresa's. Where's that? In Broxter. Right, so you went up. Did you go and see him in person there? Yeah, we went in. My mum went in. I don't know. Your mum went with your mum? Oh, yeah, mum went. Yeah. I go everywhere with my mum. She took me confession before I got married. Oh, shit. So you go with your mum? Yeah. To see she the priest? Him. She, I don't know who he is. I, don't, I assume she knows him. Yeah. But so you go with your mum? I'm trying to find what his name is. To see. Harry's is Irish bloke, I know that. Paddy? No, he wouldn't. All right, what, what then? Just priest. Patrick. Father. Father Ted. Father. Right, you, you and your mum go and see Father Ted. Yeah. And Father Ted. When you go and see him, is this in the church? Yeah. Right. 
What Just did, gives you a blessing. What did he say to him? Does his mum do no, all they know all the talking? No, he knows about it already. So you don't say anything? Not really. He knows all about it. So what's this, why is he giving you a blessing? What for? To make sure. So that Because it's not going to get... didn't fucking work though, did it? No. Hey, because all that shit you went through afterwards. No, it's just to make sure that like God's happy with what happened. Ah, you just got a problem with that. How's God going to well, know? I've got another question. Is, Go does God care about your testicles? I don't know, but he cares about reproducing. Yeah, but your thing is, you've already done your bit. Why is he going to be angry yeah. with you? Have you done your bit? I think that's why they're not that bad. But it, it is against the Catholic religion to use contraception to. And <laughs> what, what century are you from? What's been snipped is. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's just like, I feel like I've just gone back to 1643. Yeah, but being snipped. Burn is, the witch. Being, being snipped is contraception, isn't it? Well, I don't I've never, yeah, but I've never looked at it like that. Mm. It's just easier, isn't it? It's like an easy option. I'm not saying I agree. It's a hard option to do now, I realise that. I but at the time... For, I did it for my mum. Listen, what we both agree on, I don't agree with that, because I think that's just weird. You're just talking supernatural stuff to me now. You're going to an old man to ask him if you can have your, your, your ball snipped yeah, but I've with got your mum. If you look at that for what it is, it's a little bit weird. Yeah, but you got to... However you see it, I don't... I think it's weird. Yeah, but you can't do what's right, and you... But in the grand scheme of things, it didn't make any difference. No, it didn't, did it, fuck? You're just it, making it, your mum happy. Yeah, just making my mum happy. That's why I did it. But it was a, <laughs> it was a horrible experience. Did it, your mum didn't go with you to get it done, though? No, no. She, Draw she, the line. She was at work. Draw the line there. Uh, no, you, your partner... Hang on a minute. What are you on about confession for? When did you go to confession? Oh, God, years ago now. What for? Uh, before I got married. And... Just repent your sins, don't you? I've, I've, I've been a few times. It's just an alien world to me. Don't mm. get it. Don't get it. Well, mum's not... She's not as strict as she used to be. She never, like, forced religion on us. It, well, you, you're not portraying it like that. No, she's is. not, like... But, yeah, she's... It does feel, like, Catholic-heavy. Mm. It, it, if I'm totally honest with you. But yeah, but... It, but it was weird because when we and we got when we got married, we didn't get married in a Catholic church. We got married in a CV church. I'm not gonna. Oh, I didn't. Have family, some family didn't turn up. Well, just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. That's it? true. Because oh, yeah, but you got married, and a lot of my family are Irish. So to get married in the Church of England church is like well, they're all Irish. Yeah, true. Aren't they? Yeah, not a lot of them. What they all were. Well, yeah, but a lot of them, my cousins are born in England, aren't they? Yeah, but there's that. You can tell that they're Irish. Yeah. Can't you? If you asked them, they'd say they're Irish. If you put them in a lineup, you'd be like, you're Irish. Yeah. They've got the, they look Irish as well. They do look Irish. Yeah, it's weird how you can look at nationality, in it? I know, yeah. you know, you can, you just can tell. Did I ever tell you that story? Well, going off subject a little bit, but did you ever tell you that story the first time I'm, my dad seen a, a black guy with an Irish accent? No. It was like he seen fire for the first time. Like he seen what? Like seen fire, like water for the first time. It's, well, the accents, you know when you assume, because of what someone looks like, you assume they talk yeah, a certain yeah. way. And I remember um, watching telly the other night and there was a Chinese woman on it. Yeah. And I just expected to have a Chinese accent. Yeah, yeah. She, was, um, she was Scottish. Yeah, it's mental. And you just don't, you know, because of your preconceptions, yeah. you just don't put an accent and a face but together. We went to a boxing tournament in Ireland. 
I literally love some dad was Irish, my family was Irish, and he he lived in like Galway, yeah. and there's no, it's not ethnic at all. It's not like we're it's really like 99 percent white. Catholic. More than that, more than that, hundred percent, hundred percent white. There's no, is and literally, well, we're not talking nowadays. We're talking years ago, so obviously it probably is a bit differently than that. But he, um, when he, he's out of date, these cup of soups. He can't have a cup of soup. So yeah, he'd never seen a black person with an Irish accent. Never seen one, and but it, it, it was dead weird because my, my dad was quite an accepting person, mm-hmm. and the guy, him and my dad, the, the guy, I think his name was Eugene. I'm sure it's something like Eugene. Start with an E, or Owen, but he, he uh, Owen's in, with an O. He, no, no, no. In Ireland, it's E. Is it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. E E O I N, yeah, Irish way. Mm-hmm. But he, um, him and my dad become good friends. That's a great story right there, of harmony yeah, and social cohesion. Yeah, well, he was quite an accepting person. Like, he, would, he, he, he had no prejudice. Like, some of the things he said, you couldn't get away with saying, nah, but it's like, you, you, you back in the day... 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. He used to be a youth worker, so he used to have to deal with a lot of like different cultures and what have you. The thing is, probably with, with society now, is everybody's offended, aren't they? Yeah, it is. Everybody's Some looking to be offended. Some things my dad used to say. To, to, I know, but if if you look at, I think social media is to blame for that. I mean, the amount of the amount of people that everybody everybody thinks they've got the same platform of opinion, mm. and the thing is, not everybody has the same right to an opinion on the same subject. That's because the if you're a scientist, like say Professor Brian Cox, yeah. um, his opinion is more valid than science, and it, the average like. Yeah. The average Joe that works down yeah. a, I don't know, the, the grocery shop that goes, no, this is my opinion. It's like, well, that's great. That's, that's an opinion. Everybody's allowed to opinion, but it's not a fact. Facts are facts. And it's like when people yeah. treat opinions like they're facts. And that seems to be, I don't know, it seems to be a weird phenomenon that's going on at the moment where uh, opinions are facts. Yeah. Facts are facts. So i tell you the biggest thing that I see at the moment. Like when I was a kid, like going to university... Like getting the eye education was like, well, you you was you've done something right, mm. and if you didn't, then okay, yeah, you didn't, but you you went into work, you learn a trade, you and you develop yourself from there. But nowadays, what when you see people who go to university, you just see a load of wine. Well, not all people people go to university, but a lot of people who go to university, just a lot of whining. Victim mentality. Snowflakes, call them. Not, they? yeah, not millennials. Not people trying to change. Because to go to university, you're doing something to change yourself mm. and try try and change other people. That's my yeah. thought of going to university. Yeah. You're trying to learn something to develop yourself, so you can develop other people. Yeah. To help other people. I might be wrong, but that's what I always envisioned. You know. But all you see people is is moaning about blaming and being blame. victim. It's and, a blame culture and, living uh, in it. It's society's fault, and it's this. It's, it's not mm. like, well, do something about it. Mm. Use your education. Use your what you've learned. Do better. Because I never went to uni. I went to I love school. I got three GCSEs. Mm. I never. I never had an education like that. And you're you're you've privileged enough to go and have that and. Mm. Do something, and all you're doing is whining, moaning. And do you know what? Another thing. I'm going off now, but no. When you see these people, they all look the same. They've all got dye in their hair. They've all got like weird glasses, and they've all got like weird piercings. They all look exactly the same. You can tell the difference between somebody who's like a, a, a like left wing liberal and somebody who's not. 
Maybe, I don't think it's. A, I, I do think. Why do you think it's a left wing liberal problem? Though? Yeah, it is. Hundred percent. I don't know if I agree or altered it. I think. I think. There's a lot. Well, of, that's another thing. Sorry to interrupt again. But when did it become acceptable to, to for you to be consider yourself a liberal or left wing or? Well, I've got some thoughts, uh, right wing, left wing, central. So I can I consider myself a right wing person, a left wing person, or central. But I've got. Well, I think the problem is is that if you're if you're perceived to be, I don't know. Uh, anything but left wing, if you're perceived to to be anything else, then you then you're a problem. Mm. Um, unless you let, unless you agree with all statements constantly and don't offend anybody and. Uh, you're open to any idea, every idea, yeah. then you're a problem. And I don't know how far it, that can all go. And I think people are allowed to make mistakes. I think what's disappointing is that when anybody makes a mistake, the whole, everybody, that usually normal people uh, will jump on the bandwagon to dis, either discredit or disgrace that person and destroy them. Yeah. And it gets to a point where that, where, when did that start? When was that an acceptable thing for people? Yeah, people can make mistakes. People are allowed to make mistakes. But you shouldn't, like, be able to destroy someone's life over a single mistake. Yeah. Um, what sort of caring society is that? 100%. But the people just, it's vile. I mean, I don't go on social media. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is my version of it, I suppose. But then, I, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, this is, this is enough yeah. to do. But I don't. Like I do. I just don't because I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, see, but I do because I obviously I do it for the for the boxing, and it's just like some of the things you see in Twitter. It's just some of the things you see on Twitter. Yeah, like Twitter's a hate yeah. hate campaign. When you, yeah. what you've just said regarding everybody's got an opinion, it's just it's like I don't know. I just who cares about I, your opinion? I know it's just it is just an opinion. Just because you say something doesn't mean it's true. Just because you settled it in, in writing and put it down. Doesn't mean that you're right, yeah. and doesn't mean that people can't be offended by it. Yeah. Why? Why do we enter a culture of people that are offended by just about anything? Yeah. Why? Why are we so offended? 100%. You know, what? Where are we headed with that? Yeah, I just—it's terrifying, really. Yeah, it is. You just have to look after your own backyard, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but then it makes you paranoid about what you can and can't do. Yeah, or who you could upset, and you've got to constantly please people. You know. It's like one thing, the word that I've heard over the last couple of years that I, I never used to hear, and it's fascist. I hear that word, word fascist. Oh, uh, people claiming that people oh, are fascist. Oh, my God, and racist, but fascist is more than racist. And it's like, when did that become an acceptable it's word? It's an extreme thing to say about somebody but it's such that a it's just a throwaway opinion. Yeah. It's a throwaway comment that people say now where the gravity of what you say and people yeah. don't recognise it and they think it's just yeah. a normal thing to say. normal thing to say to somebody, you're, you're a fascist. Like, years ago, people used, used to get killed for calling somebody a fascist if there wasn't or there was... Well, that, 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 and now like, yeah. Why did that become acceptable? But I think we, we're... I think we're in a more... We're in a society that's more prepared to be more shocking yeah. on a casual basis or try and be more shocking. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing that's disturbed me, actually... I don't know if it's a case of getting old. Is and I've got tattoos and everything, but the amount of tattoos that young people have now, yeah. but on the faces oh, and stuff, and necks, Mental. and the, the volume of tattoos, yeah. and I look at them and I think. And I met this girl the other day. We were doing this escape room called the Butcher. Yeah. And um, we were in, we got out in twenty four minutes. That's we had like the second time. best time. That's very good. It felt like a waste of money because you had sixty minutes to get out, and it cost it cost us like forty quid each, or no, twenty quid each. 
So it cost us forty quid, yeah. and I was out in twenty minutes. I thought, well, I should have I should have tried to work it out slower. Because <laughs> she was like, "Oh, you did it in twenty four minutes." I was like, "Was that it? We're done. We're done in twenty minutes. That's not forty quid's worth, is it?" <laughs> I should have slowed it down. You should have got your money back. Waste some money. I don't know where I was going now. Anyway, yeah, she had a a tattoo on her eyebrow, top of her eyebrow, growing across the top of her eye, and it said something like, "I don't know." Like embellishment or something yeah, stupid, yeah. and I thought you've got that forever. For your life. I've got like multiple tattoos. Yeah. I'm not, but you've got that word on your head yeah. forever. Yeah. What are you thinking? Yeah. What's going through your head? You like Charles Manson? I mean, you should set your standard by Charles Manson on a tattoo in his forehead. Yeah. That's where I set my facial tattoo standard from. Why? Why do it? Well, until I met you, I had no tattoos. Well, yeah, but if you're a Maori. Yeah. And you're doing the... the it's culture. It's, it's great, yeah, yeah, good for you. But that they'll be doing that indigenously and doing it in a way where it's cultural heritage. But having a word on your forehead and that being... Yeah. I don't get... I mean, maybe I'm getting old. Maybe it's the future. I don't know. Like, years ago, like, to see somebody with tattoos on the face and the head was like... Like, like, like I say... Like, you'd, you'd steer clear, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was just like... You'd get away from that person. yeah. So I know a few people that's come on the face of that, and like some of them look alright, some of them, but I, I, it's not really. But then going back to it's like who am I to say they can't have it? But like you said, you, some people are doing it just for the sake of doing it. Oh, I know. So you I, know. I know one guy who's got it like top of his head, back of his neck, and around his, around his neck. But he he runs a tattoo shop. Yeah. He he. Sells tattoo drills all around the world. I mean, that's part of his. Don't get me wrong; it's personal choice. If someone, I'm saying is, if somebody wants to do it, that's fine. That's their life. And I would I never. I would. I would never want to make somebody feel bad for their choices. Mm. I suppose it's just my my personal perspective of like, and I'm, I'm definitely not. I don't mean to criticise anybody that has a choice, but I just hope people have thought it through. They're doing the person that's done it. What you've just described, they're doing it as a fashion symbol. And that's what I mean. Is it a fashion? Is yeah. it? I mean, a fashion um, decision or trend is getting a new pair of jeans or certain you know, clothing or makeup. Yeah. Um, I think a fashion trend when it becomes facial tattoos is it, it, it it's dangerous upping of the ante in it. it yeah. You you kind of like upping the the risk element of what it is, and I, I don't know. I'm the best way of describing it, like I say, the best way of describing it is you've got like quite a lot of tattoos. Can you describe why you had every tattoo? Yeah, pretty much. And what, yeah. What, what you mean? Yeah. So I've got three, and I could describe why every single tattoo, why yeah. I had it. But it's like I was having this conversation with this young lad, he was only in his 21, and he was like, arms were covered, chest, back, back of his neck, legs were covered. It's only 21. And was, I'm guessing. I've got some space left. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I said to him, what does that mean? He went, oh, and no, I just liked it. And I went, what do you mean? He said, oh, I've just seen it so far. I like it, whatever. So I said, what does it mean? He went, just oh, want it. Just, yeah, just but I think that's a, I said, well, why? I think that's indicative of, of that generation of, yeah. I just want it. Yeah. It's like having a new phone, isn't it? Yeah. I just want a new tattoo. It's like some of the tattoos you see people have, and you think, why? Mm. Well, like, What's the worst tattoo you've ever seen? I've seen somebody with a burger. <laughs> I see someone with Homer Simpson on the forearm. But well, it was that bad, it was cool. You know. My older brother, Michael, he had, he had the wor- one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen. And it was such a funny story about it. He um, he was boxing. He was only about 18. And my dad was like, my dad was covered in tattoos. I mean, like, covered. But my dad had been to prison quite a lot before we were born. Mm. So it was 
like part of his like well, and he um, but his his tattoos were quite religious tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had, like cross on it. Had a brilliant tattoo on his chest with like hills and shepherds and yeah. sun. It brilliant. It was really really good. Anyway, my brother, my mum, dead against tattoos. Dead yeah. against him. She was dead against him. But um, so my older brother went out and had a tattoo on his arm, yeah. and he he didn't tell my mum. He told my dad, but he didn't tell my mum. Yeah. And he did it about three months. Mum didn't know, but he was a boxer. Yeah. So and my mum goes to all his boxing matches. And when you're boxing, you have to take your top off yeah. to box. So he thought, shit, she's either going to know when I'm in the ring or I better tell her before. Yeah. And so he went up and he told her before, he went, I've had a tattoo. And she's shown it. She got a bit upset. Then she started laughing. And we was all like, she was upset that he had it. And she, oh, what are you laughing at? She went, it's fucking shit, isn't it? What was it of? A little pamphlet's head. Look, I mean, it was tiny, Mark. It was awful. It, honestly, it was awful. And it was like, you know, like if he'd had it, like, probably there. Yeah. or But he had it, like, right in the middle of his arm. So even though he's quite a small guy, he's got he's still got quite a big... That's quite a big space, isn't yeah. it, for a tattoo? And he had, like, this little... It, you know, the ones that freak me out, some people have, like, horror ones, like Pinhead. Yeah. Like, they'll raise you don't like Pinhead, do you? No. Or they have, like, um, a clown. Yeah. Or some Freddy mad Kruger. shit. Or they have portraits of Elvis. Or something like that. I've seen somebody with a portrait of his kids. Well, Clint's got that, hasn't he, as well? Why has he got that? Yeah, yeah. there's quite a few people with portraits. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, well, we've done our... Um, I don't know what we covered there. It feels like vasectomies um, was the highlight there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd ever say that. Vasectomy on a boat. Vasectomy on a boat. Can you imagine doing a vasectomy on a boat? You'd have like to have a worst. steady hand. That'd be the worst idea in the world. In what must have happened? It must have been a thing. Yeah. Someone somewhere has had a vasectomy on a boat. Must have. What Definitely. about on a plane? I don't know. What would you rather have? One on a plane or one on a boat? Boat. Plane. Really? It depends yeah. on the size of the boat. Yeah. If it's an ocean liner, you quids in. Or if you get turbulence on a plane and yeah. you're whoa. But they've got like, yeah. I don't know. Right, so um, we'll leave that there, shall we? Because I kind of. <laughs> I feel like we hit the high notes halfway through yeah. and then we end up just slagging people off with having tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace.